Hello and welcome to the John Henry Weston Show. I'm the co-founder and editor-in-chief of LifeSite News. This show will air every Tuesday. The show is available by video on the John Henry Weston Show YouTube channel and on my LifeSite blog and our Facebook pages. The audio version of the show is also available on Spotify, SoundCloud, Pippa, and soon to be on iTunes and Google Play. To subscribe for the audio version on various channels, please visit your favorite podcast platform. But most important, we've created a special email list for the show so that we can notify you every week when we post a new episode. Please sign up now, either on the John Henry Weston Show YouTube channel or on my LifeSite blog. Every week, we will also be publishing the full transcript on my LifeSite blog in case you prefer to read the content. However, the show was created for video in order to show you directly the evidence of what I'm discussing. So I encourage you first and foremost to watch the video commentaries. Did the Pope encourage same-sex relationships? Hi, I'm John Henry Weston, co-founder and editor-in-chief of LifeSite News. Because at LifeSite, we have called on Pope Francis to offer clarity and pointed out some of the confusions he's caused. Some have considered LifeSite anti-Catholic. Nothing could be further from the truth. Remember St. Catherine of Siena? She was a laywoman who in her day called out the Pope even publicly, out of love for him and love for the faith. And it is in that same spirit that LifeSite has taken on this difficult task. We pray for the Pope every single day. So let's start with a short prayer now. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. It is true that several times the Pope has said marriage should be between one man and one woman. However, he's also confused matters gravely, especially when he came to the United States in 2015. If you recall, at the time of his visit, Kim Davis, a Kentucky County clerk, had been in the news she, after a life of failed marriages, embraced Christ and stood for his truth. She refused to allow her signature on marriage licenses for homosexual couples. In fact, she was threatened with jail if she would not comply with a court order. That court order, of course, rejected her right to conscientious objection. But heroically holding to her true beliefs, she, a mother of four children, was jailed for five days. When she did meet with the Pope when he was here, Davis uh, was advised that it was a private meeting and not to be made public until after the Pope left the United States. She was also forbidden to take photos of the meeting. And after the Pope's departure, her lawyer told the media about the meeting and uh, there was much press interest. In fact, initially the Vatican refused to confirm that the meeting had even taken place, and with Davis not able to furnish proof because she was forbidden to take photos, and the Vatican, of course, refused to release photos, the media began to suggest she was lying. A couple of days later, when the Vatican finally did affirm that the meeting took place, things actually got worse. It was October 2nd, and then Vatican spokesman Father Federico Lombardi issued a statement saying that a brief meeting did occur, but that it, quote, should not be considered a form of support of her position in all of its particular and complex aspects, end quote. Father Lombardi noted that the only real audience granted by the Pope at the Nunciature was with one of his former students and his family, end quote. And who was that student and his family? 
Well, the student was Yayo Grassi, an openly gay Argentinian man who was accompanied, yes, by his mother and his sister, but also his male lover, Iwan Bagos. At this meeting, not only were photos allowed, but also video. And here, you can watch in this video, you can see Pope Francis greeting Yayo Grassi on the left, and then also embracing his homosexual partner. As I've said many times, we at LifeSight would love it. Pope Francis would, like Christ, visit and speak with sinners with love. But of course, he must also be like Christ in calling sinners to the fullness of truth, to repentance. When Christ saved, for instance, the woman caught in adultery from stoning, he reminded her, go and sin no more, out of love. But unfortunately, we haven't seen that with the Holy Father and Yayo Grassi, for instance, who has known the Pope some 40 years. He's been in his active homosexual relationship with Bagus for 20 years. As Grassi explained on CNN, speaking of the Pope's knowledge of his homosexual relationship, and I quote, he has never been judgmental. He has never said anything negative, end quote. The church's teaching on the matter is clear and loving. It's a teaching without a hint of hatred. Same-sex attracted persons are encouraged to live lives of chastity like all people. The scriptures and the catechism warn of the grave harm of homosexual sex acts, calling them acts of grave depravity that are abominable in the sight of the Lord. Many doctors and psychologists have attested to the grave harm homosexual acts cause for the body and for the mind. But as Catholics, the harm to the soul is even more severe, potentially depriving those in grave sexual sin of eternal life in heaven. Thus, it's only love which breaks the taboo of the secular culture to warn our brothers and sisters with same-sex attraction that the homosexual lifestyle is harmful. As the Vatican said in 1986 in an instruction to the bishops on the pastoral care of homosexual persons, they spoke of, and I quote, clearly stating that homosexual activity is immoral, end quote. They said, and I continue to quote, we wish to make it clear that departure from the church's teaching or silence about it in an effort to provide pastoral care is neither caring nor pastoral. Only what is true can be ultimately pastoral. The neglect of the church's position prevents homosexual men and women from receiving the care they need and deserve, end quote. Our motto at LifeSite is caritas in veritate, the truth in love. And so it's out of love for the Pope and for the faith that we want to call the Pope to enunciate the truth and correct the errors he has taught, which have harmed the faithful. For LifeSite News, this is John Henry Weston.